Sir, welcome to It's Not A Man's World podcast. Thanks for joining us again. This podcast is all about exploring how men deal with relationships in the modern world. From that initial message or hello to developing a blossoming romance, all the way down to the times of sheer lust and desire. Dear, oh dear, I never got to see the dick pic. The voices you'll hear come from, let's say, different measurements of the love thermometer. I'm Dan, and I've been pretty much in relationships for the last... 13 years, even though the girlfriend had plenty to say this week after she listened to the last podcast and my fascination on my college junk. And I've had my fair share of good and bad experiences, a lot of bad ones in the last week, funny enough. I'm joined by my own university flatmate, Tom. I've known him for over 10 years and he's currently facing the challenge of the ever changing dating world. He will regard himself as properly single, so single that his other mates and I, we have a WhatsApp group that he doesn't know about. We just talk about him. It's called Tom. And then like a, the sad crying face emoticon. <laughs> um, so much that we we tr- stopped trying to set him up. I'm thinking like pre-Brexit. It was like pre-Brexit. Back then, people didn't Dawn know. Dawn before time. Yeah, yeah, back then, people didn't know what Brexit were. People thought Brexit was people mustering the word breakfast, but not saying it properly. So it's like, <laughs> I'll have a bacon sandwich for Brexit, please. <laughs> what? You want a bacon sandwich for breakfast yeah and i have hash browns with my brexit please it was just it wasn't a thing that's how long ago everyone enjoyed their delicious brexit back in 2016 <laughs> yeah, yeah. and now we're paying for it yeah, absolutely i've still not forgiven my mum and dad um anyway <laughs> uh how's your week mate I, have you been have you been off uh hobnobbing first of all before we get into anything dick pic yeah I mean, initially, I was disgusted. But yeah. over time, I've become flattered over this week. I mean, you know, it's a compliment. We stepped away from last week's episode. Yeah. And people might think, oh, it was a show for the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, absolutely. I am still relentlessly... Oh, you're vehement. I'm, ve- I'm going to see it. <laughs> if it's the last thing I do. I'm going to see it. And then I can give honest... You know me... You've like, like, we've like, like over 10 feedback. years. Are we going for shaft yeah, yeah, yeah. feedback? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that I will be absolutely honest with what I think about it. I've never lied to you and the boys, have I? No. I've always no. been times... <laughs> you are our, honest to, to a to fault. Our, to our detriment. To I've a fault. I've always kind of said how it is. You know, when we used to get into real big arguments about the washing up and things like that. Just fucking do the washing up. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you... Oh yeah, I'll give you I'll give you honest feedback if I can see it. But the longer there's like there's this myth element about it, isn't there? The longer we wait, is could it be green? <laughs> could there be do you, do you remember those, could there be a third ball? Do you remember those action man figurines, Dr. Gangris, where you squeeze it and it come out green? <laughs> Just giving you a visual image there. Anyway, you've been hobnobbing it. Yes, yes. Uh this week I went to the opera in uh where is it? Near Leicester Square, yeah, the opera. Went to uh, went to see Carmen. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you know Carmen at all. So if you were a newspaper reviewer, yeah, what star would you give it? And what get in some short, punchy headlines? How would you assess the performance of Carmen? I'd give it a three star. It was a modern interpretation. Oh, okay. Basically, it was like raunchy and sexy, and and at one stage, the the woman Carmen, the main character, took her knickers off. On stage. So how do panto, not panto, it's not a panto, how do <laughs> oh, the no, opera goers feel about um, having to thumb a stiffy into your waistband in your boxes? Because <laughs> I imagine you got excited. I did. 
I just started swinging it around. <laughs> Funny enough, everyone in the opera saw my penis. Except nice you, Dan Windle. I knew I should have come and took that spare <laughs> ticket. Uh, not sorry. I don't. Th- I didn't like the use of the word "come" there. That didn't feel appropriate. No, that's a bonus in the dick pic. But anyway, um, yeah, went to, went to see Carmen. It's it's actually quite interesting relating to this podcast because it's about a man who falls in love with this very seductive woman. She's obviously very beautiful, and she uses her good attractive figure yeah. to tease men and she pulls in this man who they both kind of fall in love but eventually she moves away he gets angry and then he kills her so if you wanted to go and see Carmen I've just told you what happens <laughs> you've just ruined it for everyone yeah basically basically are you a regular opera goer no I wouldn't say I wouldn't say regular but I do enjoy an opera I'm a I'm a classy tart from time to time I, I like a little bit of culture you got to get a bit of culture in your damn window yeah, I didn't have you down as opera though. Maybe that's maybe that's unfair of me. Hey, hey, don't judge a book by its very, very large phallus cover. Yeah, I just, you know, I think sometimes cultures just seeing what you know happens at two a.m. on a Saturday. In <laughs> that's a different kind of. That's culture. a different type of culture. But I thought maybe that's unfair of me to think that's more of the kind of culture that you might be. You know what it's like down yeah. Bowtown. <laughs> Bowtown. Bowtown on a Friday night. <laughs> We're all knees up, yeah, knees yeah, up, yeah. mother bro. The focus of this week's podcast is is a little bit different. Um, but equally important. Because I think so. sometimes, despite your best efforts, for a variety of different reasons, it might not work out for you and he or her. So... And it might not be your fault either. But sometimes it's just, there's just, maybe they've not got, they've just got a feeling about it. Sometimes there's someone else. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. So, Tom, how do you best deal with, with rejection? That's the focus of this week's podcast. How do you deal with that old fashioned custard pie in the <laughs> face? Because it's all a little more complex than the old adage how to get over someone is to get under someone else. It's not that simple anymore, is it? Is it though? Is that not a way to sort of get yourself back on track? Do you not think? The way things are with social media and how sometimes you find out something about someone else without them telling you. So you, it's easy a friend of a friend to see something yeah. and information to get back to you before that's commonplace. You might know that they've moved on before you thought that you were over. So yeah. I think there's a lot of like feelings. There's a lot of feelings getting hurt. There's yeah. a lot of confidence getting knocked. Yeah. And I think it's it's more difficult now, and I, th- I think probably rightly so, for a guy or a girl just to break up with someone, however serious it was on the Thursday night, and go and get out and go get on it on the Friday night and throw themselves into something however meaningless it is. Yeah, that's Where very... Where do you stand on that? That's very true. I think it, it, it depends on the relationship, of course, with that other person. Um, speaking from personal experience, I've... I've struggled with rejection at times. Um, it's been it's been difficult because I've taken it sort of more personally. I think a lot of people nowadays are so sort of filtered to that kind of rejection. They can mm. get on and, like you say, go go out the next night and get on and try and find someone else. But for me, I've always taken it personally. I've always taken the idea of a relationship quite seriously and when i've been rejected in the past as you as you well know dan from uni experience yeah i I sort of really struggled to get over that and i think it was more 
to do with me as a person mm-hmm. rather than that. It knows your confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, that, you start judging you um, or doubting yourself. Absolutely, and not just like you as a person, but just every a lot of the things you're doing that that are second nature. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing I would say. Like over the years, I've been rejected because you know for whatever reason. Mm. Um, but what I've learned over time is is that it's not necessarily them that the reason for my rejection or why I'm feeling like that it's it's more about my confidence and about my ego and thinking I'm not good enough for someone and that really does hurt you deep and you try and explore and keep exploring yourself and thinking what am I not doing good enough actually you should just this is me exactly you've got to be confident that exactly the next person will like you for who you are and you don't need to try and be someone else yeah exactly I think in my youth I was always self-deprecating and went why me why me laugh it off you're someone that is always going to try and find the funny in it, aren't you? You're going to laugh it off, try and make... Yeah, publicly. Publicly, for sure, publicly. to us. But I don't know what it was like. No, I'll, I'll take the experience of when we were at uni. Yeah. And you know about someone that I liked. Yeah. And it didn't happen, and I got the wrong end of the stick. Yeah. But I took that personally way to heart. And I damaged that relationship with that person probably with another person who was involved with them and it all got a bit messy and that was because of me and my lack of confidence and you know looking at myself thinking why am I not good enough but as I've gone on in life I've learned to think well if that person doesn't like me it shouldn't affect who I am Mm. I just move on and find someone hopefully one day will be compatible with me. I come from the point of view of someone that's obviously been in um in two Yep, pretty significant relationships, and the current one is is great. It really is. I'm so happy. Evening, she'll be listening at some <laughs> point, and you'll hear from her a little later on as well. She's pleased to hear that. Um, but yeah, she's no, still got that growly voice. Yeah, it's the gin. It's the gin. <laughs> and and the, and the c- cigars as well. The cigars, the cigars. Really? She's got since doing the podcast. She's got a got a. A very expensive taste in cognac and cigars. <laughs> Have you been going through those Sainsbury bills like Hamlets? Yeah, Hamlets. Hamlets yeah, but you know the big, the big ones. Oh, the oh, the big yeah, Cuban oh, cigars. Yeah, the big Cuban oh, wow. ones. Yeah, for sure. Like expensive taste. Oh, expensive wow. taste. The idea of like trying to keep this podcast on a budget is completely <laughs> irrelevant to her. She just throws money up the wall. It's scary. We're, you know, well, she is the talent. I'm trying to remortgage the the flat. We only <laughs> rent it. It's it's an absolute mess. It really is. Well, no, the good thing uh, is if you get the girlfriend to smoke all them cigars, someone won't be able to see what they're yeah, actually yeah, buying, so yeah. it's fine. You wouldn't realise that we're still there. <laughs> yeah. The tent in the corner. The reason I'm in this relationship is because a previous relationship broke up. And, yeah. you, I mean, the whole first seven years that I knew you, I was in that relationship. Yeah, you were. You were. And when it eventually broke, when we eventually broke up, oh, it was the worst thing I've ever been through. And it, it sounds obvious, but I've never f- felt like that in my life. And you think either you whether you're prepared or not for that coming, and I certainly wasn't expecting it to happen when it did, it's the worst feeling in the world. And I completely understand why there are people out there that shut themselves off from wanting to get into something serious because they don't want to have to feel that. They shut themselves off from the potential of finding the one because if somewhere down the line it breaks up, they don't have to feel like that. And you know what? There were some days I completely understood that I completely understood that hurt and why you wouldn't 
am I going to find someone else again? And if I do, I'm I'm not ever going to want to feel like this. So is it worth it? Yeah. I completely understand why people feel like that, but I'm happy that what happened happened, and then I was able to go on and find what I have. So that's that's really interesting from my point of view. What you're saying in there is a lot of people will potentially fear that sort of pain happening again. Mm. But so it, shut themselves off to uh, any potential finding someone else that will make you feel better about yeah. yourself. But I think the lesson that I take from your situation there is that you understood eventually that situation and lived it all in the emotions, but you grew the courage to say that and the strength to go, no, I'm going to move on and I'm going to find someone else who I am compatible with and happy and that's where you are today because you took that step and you weren't afraid to to deal with those consequences again potentially it's got to be a feeling of the longer you leave it as well the, the yeah, harder that step is going to be absolutely absolutely anyway we thought we could pick holes in those most commonly used reasons those lines that seem to be oh, ruled out from a guy the rejection or a line the, the rejection line yeah. these are a lot of the kind of early doors so you've maybe been going out dating somebody you've gone out with them three or four times you're hoping that it might go to the next level not necessarily become official but you're hoping that they're not seeing someone else or you know things are getting a little more serious you're spending yeah. a little more time together you're enjoying each other's company these are those lines uh, you often hear when somebody's just trying to break it off um, do we start with the good old, it's not you, it's me? Oh, classic. It's absolutely you. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. And that is, the, is that like the biggest slap in the face of all of them? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's got to be because it's just so cliche now. You know, it's, it's horrible. It's it, not you, it's me. Oh, it's absolutely you. It, basically what you're saying is, it's not you, it's me because of you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is what you're saying. <laughs> it's just, oh, that is... I, I, I hate myself because I don't like you, you big fat piece of mess. Yeah. You know oh, what? Oh, great, thanks. Just push me down a hill. I'll never see me again. It's, it's going to hurt less. Yeah. Hit yeah. me with a car. <laughs> what about the next one? Um, I don't know if you've had this. I see us more as friends. Oh, friend zoned. Friend zoned. When did friend zone become a thing? Oh, uh, when when people decided that they wanted to be friends with uh, someone who said, I like you, and then kicked you. Yeah. Uh, but not friends with benefits. Yeah, maybe they. Yeah, what stage does that happen? Is it I see, I see before us as friends, but not friends as benefits. So you see us never talking again, right? Yeah. <laughs> friends but, that very rarely communicate. I don't expect to get any birthday cards or Christmas cards off you either. <laughs> um, certainly, probably, I'm not going to invite you to my birthday tomorrow night either. <laughs> so let's be friends that occasionally awkwardly bump into each other at the supermarket. But yeah, every maybe, third Thursday. I think it is. Let's be amicable, but please don't touch me. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah. Or go anywhere near me ever again. <laughs> yeah, if if you're ever within say 200 yards of me, please fuck off. I'm not ready for a serious relationship. Now, why Ooh. do you hear that so often? And then you find out that he or her, the next girl or guy, they seem to be in a serious relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with this, with the serious yeah, with a serious relationship line, I think that's that's one where you where you're regretting shagging too much, I would sense. The fact is you found someone who's up for a little bit of fun and you're like mm. 
Whoa, let's let's not go too much further where we get into feelings territory. There's another one. There's someone else. And there's a, there's an element there's an element of honesty with this one. Okay. There's someone else. I'm just not that attracted to you. Or even just the first part, there's someone else. And you hear that a lot, don't you? you yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, at least, least that's truthful. Yeah. Unless they stay single for the next year and you're like, yeah, <laughs> you are lying. Did you hear she actually gave herself to God? <laughs> she could have a nun. Maybe the someone else was God. <laughs> she is the Virgin Mary. <laughs> she went travelling for the next nine years. Just went and lived in India and Cambodia. What? Someone else. Maybe Mother Nature was that someone else. <laughs> she started humping a tree. <laughs> At least that's an honest line, though. There's someone else, or I'm not attracted to you. Yeah. I mean, it's cold and it's harsh. And none of these, none of these lines we've mentioned. These, none of these help, do they? None of these make you feel better. No, but then for the person who's doing the rejection, they've got to do yeah. it somehow, unless they want to get stuck in a. It's really awkward, but you can't. Marriage. You don't want to like. There's that feeling of obviously, if it becomes a little more serious, mm. but if it's you know a couple of dates, but one half of this relationship potential early stage relationship is feeling it the other one obviously isn't as much do it to their face that's respectful yeah yeah like that but that hurts no but at least it's better than but i imagine the person that has the girl dump them to their face is probably thinking you could have just sent this in a whatsapp it would have been a lot (laughs) more digestible for me and made me feel a lot better but then of course, there's the the message, and that's just horrible. That's just disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent for me. You you shouldn't do it via text or phone call. Is sometimes maybe acceptable if you're long distance. Yeah, but if you're within a distance where you can meet face to face, meet face to face. Be a be an adult about it and uh, deal with it head on. I say. We walked through, kind of mentioned on last week's episode, didn't we? That uh, yeah. me and the girlfriend had a Sunday fun day. Uh, and as part of that, we, we got out and about around London and we walked, we actually walked through, cut through Trafalgar Square. Now, oh, lovely. You know, there's always kind of often groups protesting. Oh, there's yep. some, somebody's yeah. protesting a, something in Trafalgar Square. The it's free, a classic protest. The freedom place. of a certain country. It's always some of those people there protesting, some Canadians there outside the Canadian art house place in oh. Trafalgar Square. Some Prote- old civil yeah, rights yeah, shit, yeah, exactly. oh, whatever, yeah, freedom, people... Freedom of speech, blah, People blah, were persecuted, blah, 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 you know, Jesus all that terrible Christ. stuff. I'm trying to get a fucking honest burger here. <laughs> you fuck off. Um, I literally have to go round you. How dare you? You've added six minutes to my journey, you have. <laughs> What's that? Persecution? Persecution? I'm late for my 12.30 booking here. <laughs> anyway... There's often a group protesting something. Yeah, yeah. A very a very nasty group protesting somewhere. <laughs> um uh, and I'm I'm not so I kinda of, it's got to a point now with this podcast. So what are we week five? I think we're up to five million downloads, aren't we? Yeah, it's something like that. I'm surprised it's got to this stage that there is now not a group protesting in Trafalgar Square saying, Get her to replace Dan. <laughs> 
I, I think it's a popular opinion. I think the girlfriend's deep voice and kind of Tom's rather screechy screal that you've kind of got. Any kind of. I was, I was hoping for like dulcet relaxing. No, but... no, no. It's kind of like is a, it screechy? Like, like fingers down a chalkboard. So her kind of deep oh, tones and Tom's kind of fingers down the chalkboard voice <laughs> that got really kind of difficult to hear to listen to too much. But but, <laughs> but I think they would mesh beautifully. Not my words. That's not my words. Oh, That's it not? the words of the protesters. They were, oh, doing of a, they were doing a lot of this. Your girlfriend and Tom meshing beautifully. I tried not to take great offence to it. I, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, they're clearly nutters. They're clear, clearly nutters. And it makes sense that they were protesting about not getting access to hearing tests or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's time for her opinion. The people want it. You want it. I mean, I, I mean, if if we've got fans protesting yep. outside the Canadian embassy for it, then why not? I'm afraid she's going to replace me, but we'll bring it to you anyway. Here is the girlfriend. So I take rejection really badly. I think my confidence is volatile the best of times. So facing rejection usually hits me quite hard. And I hate putting myself in situations where I feel like I can be rejected. So I, I I never really dated a lot before Dan. I had like long term relationships, but I was never one to have a lot of like short term relationships because I think the chance of rejection was a lot higher, and I didn't want to really put myself in positions where I could face rejection. And yeah, rejection absolutely sucks, and no one wants to feel unwanted or unloved or just a bit shitty about themselves people out there there's not one person for everyone but there are multiple people for you so i think usually you just have to see rejections as a blessing in disguise because it just prepares you for the next person you know and you realize maybe that person usually wasn't right for you and they did you a favor by sort of not rejecting you but by ending whatever you had well do you know what i have used I'm just not ready for a relationship. And then three, four months later, got into a relationship. Because I do think when people say, oh, I'm just not ready for a relationship, it's more about the person you're saying it to than yourself sometimes. Like, a lot of people might say I'm wrong, but I do think it just takes the right person for you to feel like you can go that next step. But I've had lines used, like, on me. So in my past relationship, I had the one... I love you, but I'm just not in love with you. And that was shit. Never use that line. Never use that line. Because it's just, you know... Like, I've used lines on people and I've had lines used on me. And it's never nice. I think you've got to be just upfront and honest. You know what we call that? We call that a peek behind the curtain. Very nice. What the the idea when we originally was like, we'll get the girlfriend involved. Insight. Brilliant insight, I thought. Like looking into the, the, the ball. I mean, she may have had several bottles of gin at that stage, but mm. she was on the money. Absolutely. Yeah. Run out two, of two points there that were really interesting. The first one, towards the end, that line, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. That is a horrible line. That's I agree. In, that's I agree. A kick in the vag, I agree with it? a girlfriend. <laughs> that's a kick in the vag. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to have to kick you in the vag now <laughs> after that line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is a. It might have some truth to it, but it sounds like a dishonest line to me. It's like, yeah, you know, I do sort of care for you in a way, but... Can you love someone and love someone? 
I think I think it does happen. I think yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think you should say that to that person. Nah. Because that that is a mind fuck. It's like, hang on, you love me, but you don't actually love me, and then mm. that's like. But that's I think that's that's one of those we've spoke we've used a few lines and you know kind of throw away a couple of weeks in month month and a half six weeks in. Um, that's a. You've been together with someone for a few years. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's a that's a long. And then all of a sudden, they're just not happy anymore. That's a long term letting go. Is it? It's one of those horrible cliches. And 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 what I would say is the second part of that from the girlfriend that was really interesting was the blessing in disguise part. Mm. And I think that's so true because when you've been in a, I don't know, a relationship or whatever, or been in something that's meaningful, like I've been in the past with someone, and you think that relationship is everything. And then when it comes to a juddering halt, you're like, fucking hell, what do I do here? With time comes with the fact that you understand that it actually wasn't meant to be. And it is a blessing in disguise. And you can move on and you're ready for the next step, I think. And that's really important. All right, Tom. Wheeling out words of wisdom this evening. Well. You're, you're, you're always on minimum wage. It don't matter if you say anything <laughs> of real value. You ain't going to bump up your pay. No um, wonder with those bloody Cuban cigars. Jesus dear Christ. Dear dumbass time. And I, uh, we've saved a good one for this week. I, oh, I, yes. I spotted this a few days ago. Oh, did you? And, you know, we, I don't know if you look now when you have kind of think we've been thinking about the podcast and really enjoying it. And over the last, what, this is the fifth week we're doing it. So yep. now look at things. My Google search has become quite weird. That was, it's got to sort of research things. So, what does love mean? Um, <laughs> Have you got the police knocking on your door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that weird. Not it's that not weird. you. Not it's that your weird. computer. Yeah, even though you know you can get in when you when you when you put in foot fetish into Google, you can find yourself down some kind of dark alleys. Um, <laughs> this one's a good one. Here we go. I'm looking forward to this. So, while browsing a porn site one evening, okay. Um, so this, dear, dear dumbass, if you're just joining us, where have you been? Uh, we look to give our own views, uh, opinions, advice on readily available dating conundrums that are made. That are, they're out there. It's pretty obvious where we find them. While browsing a porn site one evening, I got more than I bargained for. A film of my girlfriend dressed as a nurse and romping with two what? guys. I'm 26 and I've been with my girlfriend for six months. She's 25 and she admitted to me early on there was a time when she went a bit wild. She said she had flings with a few dodgy guys. I said that was fine and I meant it as I didn't feel threatened by stuff in the past. She's the most gorgeous girl and I feel very proud of when she's out with me holding my hand. My only complaint is that our sex life is a little bit vanilla and bland. So as you don't invite your mate along as well. <laughs> There needs to be set just, up a camera while you're there. There needs to be more than one of you, pal. Um, I've done my best to spice things up with different positions and toys. I brought her a set of sexy lingerie for her birthday, sinful red with stockings, suspenders and works. I don't know why he needs to put the details, but anyway. Uh, I thought she would love it. And let's just say I was wrong. We got over that and we're doing okay again. Then she was out with her workmates one evening and that's when I logged on and saw her online. I asked her about it the next day. And I thought she would try and deny it. Instead, she admitted it at once. She's honest. Yeah, yeah, good, good. It was with one of those weird guys she knew in the past, plus a guy who she never set eyes on before. What was she staring at then? Like I said, <laughs> in the part, the past of the past, what shocked me the most is that she would be all adventurous with some bloke that she only just met but never does anything kinky with me. She's shaken my faith in our love. I'm desperate to fix it somehow. 
Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, we wow. I mean... That's incredible. That is. I don't know. How do you deal with that? Oh, She's gone all vanilla. I don't know. She might have injured a hip during the threesome. <laughs> you don't know what kind of you know, work-related injury she's got. Imagine that. She, she could just, have got dropped she, in her head. <laughs> she just comes out with, um, I had a hernia in the past, so I've got to take it easy when I shake it. Is that all right? Finding the, girl, the person you're with, and she's she's on a porn website. Yeah. That, this guy. I'd freak out. I'm appreciate not that lie. she's gone out with her merc mates, and he's gone, well, well flat's empty. Nurses. <laughs> Blonde. Long legs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Searching. I'm making it so I find a girl that looks like the girlfriend. <laughs> oh, good God. Also, like, I've not watched a lot of porn myself. I, I don't know if that makes me weird. Um, Speak for yourself. Close-ups on the face? Yeah, that's that's the money shot, mate. <laughs> Come on, no, you porn. Jesus Christ. So that's that's astounding. It's a... Do you think she's like... Is a little more vanilla because yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say she so. felt like she probably needs to become a different person to make not necessarily this relationship work, but she want because of that she wanted, and and the more the guy pushes her, the more he's going to push her away because she obviously doesn't want to be the person that got herself into that situation previously. I think it's an interesting. Are you filming me? No, no, no. It's no, just no. a red, just the. No, it's it's just a webcam. Yeah, yeah. Love, don't worry just about it. Just a webcam, and remember, no one has webcams. <laughs> yes, of course. We discussed that last time. It's an interesting clash of two worlds here. Sounds like the 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 girlfriend in this situation has basically lived their life when they were young. They just lived carelessly, did what they want, shagged who they wanted, quite frankly, and now they're at the stage where they want to settle down. Whereas maybe the boyfriend's not lived such a wild life, and he's still happy to do little bits of kinky fun on the side and live a little bit of a jazzy sexual life. I understand wanting to spice it up. Yeah. I, I, you know, like, you're in a relationship, he's committed to her, but, wow. And I think that comes down to probably maybe a confidence thing as well. He's seen this video and thought, oh, God, I've got to step up my game if she's going to stick around. Do they bang in some popcorn? <laughs> Let's watch a movie. Let's break it down. Watch it together. What? Tactical analysis? So, love. I see the angle <laughs> that Miguel is taking here. <laughs> what happens if I went straighter? <laughs> popped it in there and rubbed it around a bit? What did Miguel do that you didn't like? <laughs> and I could do a little bit better. I notice on the perpendicular you get very wet there. So do I need to go at that sort of angle to get you interested? You know what I mean, Chuck? Hey, I'll slap your ass and tickle you. There you yeah. go. What happens if I dressed as the nurse? <laughs> and you were like, I don't know. I was going to say the dead body. That's a, that's <laughs> whoa, a very whoa. different... What the hell is this porno turning <laughs> into? Do they break it down? Do they watch? It sounds weird. I mean, least least could they could they watch it together? Least is that, is that weird? Uh, I don't know really. I mean, least they've had the conversation about it. I think that's a good start. Least he's not like knowing about it and keeping it bottled up and then waiting for a drunk message. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you fucking red tube, you bastard. Good way to finish. Best bit of advice: how to deal with rejection. You just say just bounce back. But actually, I I would say. Make sure you take the right amount of time so when you do bounce back, 
you don't make the same mistake again. 100%. I think my two key points are reflect briefly mm-hmm. and believe in yourself. I don't even think it has to be brief. I think just take your time because when, you no, know, my, when, when something happens, however serious or not serious, there's always you've always got people around you that are, that are happy to see you. So yeah, of course. There's, there's not a whole heap of it that you can go and have a good, good fun on a night out. But I would say is that just take the time because just because you've been hurt doesn't mean you can go and hurt someone else. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, fully so, so you know, that. don't go, just don't go don't through yourself. Don't, you else. know, don't go and take it out on someone else. Oh, I'm shutting myself off from serious, but I want to go sleep with X or Y. So I'm going to tell them what they want to hear. And then after a couple of nights out of relative good fun, I'm then going to do exactly what's just been done to me. Take the time to make sure that when you get out there that you're being fair on not just yourself but them as well. I think that's, I think that's good advice. Yeah, I, I agree with that. My I don't own... you could sell that advice. <laughs> we well, we're giving it away for free. How kind yeah. are we? My, my only concern with that is don't take too long because you can end up indulging yourself and festering in self-pity, which is never good. I, that's why I said briefly, take, take the time. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Take a solid amount of time but when it gets to the stage where you're thinking oh, I should move on now do it yeah we've got a couple more weeks of this first season I know hasn't it gone by quickly flying by we will be back next Friday as always on Acast Apple Podcasts and we always say it but we love hearing from you you can drop us an email it's not a man's world podcast at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at not a man's podcast have you got like a good bit of advice to deal with with maybe a little bit of rejection something that, that that's uh, a relationship that broke down previously uh, something that worked for you love to hear from you it's uh, it's not a man's world podcast at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at not a man's podcast love to hear from people please do please do we love hearing from you guys as always thank you for listening give us a five star rating write your reviews on apple Podcasts as well it would mean a lot you can continue to share it with your friends if you've enjoyed what you've heard we've got a couple more weeks of it's uh, not a man's world podcast of the first season. Next week, let's talk about sex, baby. Ooh. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the things that. that oh, I should have got the lyrics up. Oh, I should have done. Get them up. Get them up. Tell, as, me, uh, tell, tell me to get it up. As a girl once said to me, get it up. <laughs> Come on. She shout it. Because I was like, you're going to shout it, but that's never going to help. I mean, it was fairly aggressive tone. And that helped? In a weird way, it did. Really? Yeah, yeah. I enjoy a little bit of aggressive talk. That's probably way too personal for the end of the podcast, but there we go. So next week, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and all the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. And then you can do the, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we'll edit that to make it sound relatively good. <laughs> try your best, mate. If anything. And that's another line I've got. If try... <laughs> no, we're just going to keep it exactly how it is. We'll see you next week. See ya. <laughs>